guy with a face. You're in a full circle again. What's he in? I did know that. We fabricate relations. relations. Next to somebody. Or degrees of separation. Cogs have started turning. In Hollywood. Hollywood cast connection. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Hollywood Cast Connection. As you just heard in that new theme song that we've got, this is the game where we fabricate relation through degrees of separation, which means we are connecting actors to actors through actors uh, via the films that they've all appeared in together. My name's Sam. I'm going to be your host for today. Uh, With me, as always, is my brother and co-host, Paul. What's going on today, Paul? I'm good. I... I don't get a, a cohort. Um, You're not my cohort today. You're just co-host and brother. So oh man. you have to earn cohort. I guess. And you've well, been what, slacking. If I had it before, what did I do to lose it? I guess that's, <laughs> I'm concerned about that one. It's like, uh, it's decremented in accordance with your behavior. It's like a demerit or a, I don't know. I make it up as I go. So. Speak English. <laughs> There's my Django Unchained quote for the day. I'm doing uh, really well. Thanks for asking. Excellent. Uh, Django Unchained. I was watching that recently, and they also put another one of my favorite Tarantino movies on Prime, so I've been kind of neck deep in Tarantino for the past week, Um, which is better than being ankle deep in Tarantino, I would assume. I don't, but because he's got that foot thing. We may have to ask our guest today to explain to us about the Tarantino foot uh, (laughs) chart and what's better for, (laughs) what's better or worse as far as that goes. Um the guest that we have today, you guys all know him. Uh, he is the movie guy uh, of all podcasts. It has been confirmed, nominated, seconded, and awarded. So <laughs> uh, he's a familiar voice that I'm sure everybody will know. We have in the house on the recording today, Mr. Neil E. Fisher from the Triviality Podcast. Neil, we are delighted to have you. How are you today, sir? What's up, guys? Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, a lot of pressure being called the movie guy. Um, <laughs> I know I think Jason Borsum on the show may have said that, but um, hopefully I can live up to uh, that reputation. But I'm really happy to be here. We are so happy to have you. I have no doubts in your abilities. So just knowing what what you know uh, and being aware of the amount of knowledge that you bring to every game that you guys play and every appearance that I've heard you on on other podcasts as well. Uh, what's been going on in your world? It's been a while since I've seen you. So tell me what's new in the world of Neil. Uh, well, we do, we are uh, doing the show, uh, Triviality, if you haven't heard it. Uh, we're just a pub trivia style game show podcast. Uh, we release an episode every Tuesday. Uh, it's under an hour, sort of a 25 question pub quiz uh, game with uh, different hosts and different guests every week. Uh, so we've been doing that, uh, having so much fun um, getting new listeners, interacting with the ones that we've had before, uh, and getting a chance to interact with uh, great new shows like yourself. Um, and then uh, other than that, um, by day, I'm a, a filmmaker and a writer, and uh, I'm actually working on a book that's going to be coming out 2022. I just signed the contract uh, end of September, and I'm super excited about it. I think your listeners will really like it. I can't really talk about um, the subject matter just yet, but I do think uh, anyone who is a fan of movies and, and knows me from the show might have a good idea, but I think you'll enjoy it. That sounds incredible. And congratulations on uh, the signing of the contracts there. We're all looking forward to see seeing what that is when it comes out. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, it was about a year and a half process of uh, pitching and finally went through as sort of the, uh, the, the bright spot in, in this strange year that we've been having 
Um, but uh, I'm super excited for everyone to see it. And speaking of Django Unchained, I know you mentioned Tarantino. I actually went to go see that movie on Christmas with a bunch of friends. Uh, nice. So <laughs> definitely a bloody Christmas that year. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I saw that movie when I was in Virginia Beach for work. It was a random day. And I was not expecting to spend three hours in a movie. Just kind of went into it blind because I needed to kill some time. And uh, then I watched it again the next day in the same theater. Yeah. So <laughs> it's definitely one of those memories, uh, a memorable movie that sticks with you. So speaking of memorable movies, is there anything you've watched recently that you would like to recommend or bring up? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, let's see. Well, since um, I have a podcast, you have a podcast, we're coming together. I'll, I'll kind of take a cue from... Um, from what happens when people get married. So I'll give you something old, something new, and then something in the middle. So okay. <laughs> um, let's see, something in the middle, uh, rewatched Moneyball. Haven't seen that in a while. Oh, yeah. Um, really enjoy that one. I, I was uh, watching uh, The West Wing all the way through with uh, my partner, Colleen, and um, we just kept, we were on an Aaron Sorkin binge uh, nice. as, you, as you get. Um, <laughs> so we watched that. Uh, something new, um, really, really enjoyed Mank, uh, David oh, Fincher's. Yeah new movie uh, about the making of Citizen Kane, especially the cinematography. And um, something old, uh, I rewatched Rear Window. I haven't seen it since film school. So um, loved, love Rear Window. Um, just great long takes in that movie. And uh, Colleen had never seen it before. So we watched it and uh, she kind of had the comment, I think, that really solidifies the movie, which was, um, if Jimmy Stewart has Grace Kelly in his apartment, why is he looking out the window at other people? So. <laughs> Fair point. Right on the nose there, Colleen. Um, yeah. <laughs> you mentioned Aaron Sorkin. Was he the guy that did uh, the Molly's Game movie? He did, yeah. he direct, That was his uh, directorial debut, yep. Yeah, so I watched that one a couple of weeks ago. Nice. I may have already mentioned it um, on one of these recordings, but that movie was really, really good. So if you were going to ask me, we'll go with more Aaron Sorkin. More Aaron I would Sorkin. Say, if you haven't seen Molly's Game, check it out. <laughs> That's excellent. Uh, I haven't watched that one yet. I did watch Moneyball, though, in the past week, which is funny. That's one of my all-time favorite movies. And every time I watch it, I remember why, because it's hard to not be romantic about baseball. So, Yeah, yeah, I, great uh, quote. When I told Sam that I had never seen Moneyball, he ordered it on Amazon and had it shipped to my house. In the middle of the conversation, I bought him a hard copy medium of that movie and had it shipped to his house. So. <laughs> did you give him some sort of finger food to eat while he's watching? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he does eat a lot. That's perfect role for him, though, with the uh, for Brad Pitt, with the constantly chewing the sunflower seeds, because it's oh yeah, baseball lends itself well to having stuff in your mouth all the time. So <laughs> total total baseball uh, move there. Uh, speaking, Paul, uh, a, a few episodes ago, uh, you said that you had never seen Schindler's List. Did you actually watch it before this I, recording or no? No, I haven't watched it. Unacceptable. All right, a little disappointed, but that's okay. <laughs> It's one of my favorites as well. Um, and that was one of the ones that I think maybe Kells brought up that since 1960, only three black and white movies have won Best Picture. Did that one win Best Picture? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm guessing it was The Apartment. Schindler's List and The Artist. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. You know what's funny about Schindler's List is, um, you know, a lot of people watch it in high school or uh, in school and, and it's sort of... Um, uh, you know, taught as a, a representation of what happened during that time. And a lot of people don't watch it after that because of how horrific it is. But if you do rewatch it, it is a very watchable movie. And um, there's just so many great performances and, and camera work, everything. It's just Absolutely. It's really great top to bottom. And uh, inspirational. So mm -hmm. 
gives you hope in humanity a little bit in the midst of something awful. <laughs> yes. That's a perfect movie for 2020. Go watch that one. That's a good one. <laughs> Uh, the world's falling apart and we can all still be good people. Um, excellent. Well, we are loaded down with recommendations. If you haven't seen any of those, I think most of that is on Netflix. I know Mank is a Netflix original Moneyball's on there. Um, Rear Window, I don't know where you watched that, but um, I know I watched it recently too. The Raymond Burr in that movie is a dead ringer for my father-in-law, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> the white hair and the glasses, he looks just like him. So, it, Does he have uh, an aversion to, uh, flash, or to flashes of a camera or probably would yeah he's kind of a stoic introverted guy so um, okay i don't think he's murdering people in his garage like robert morse david morse who was in the disturbia the remake of that one it was one of the uh, david morse yeah david morse i get david, david and yeah. robert confused robert's the one from mad men, mad men i think yeah. so yeah <laughs> anyways <laughs> we could ramble all day about movies and actors and things that we like but that's why we play this game because we all love movies here so let's get to this game but before we start running our range here let's find out exactly how the game is played and to do that here's me with the rules here's how the hollywood cast connection is played each game consists of two regular rounds and a special features round designed by the host each regular round, we run our range. Yes, our random actor name generation engine, which returns two random actor names. Players must then connect the two actors from the range to each other via actors they appeared alongside in films. Players can use any feature-length film, whether animated or live action. Each completed cast list is worth 10 points. Each round, we also draw an action card. There are a variety of action cards that provide players with opportunity for additional points each round. Point values vary by action card. The goal of the game is to get to at least 60 points because we're clever and six degrees looks like 6-0, which looks like 60. Oh, great job on those rules, Sam. Um, if you guys are sick of hearing me read the rules, uh, we actually have a Patreon tier that will allow you to read the rules. Um, and you can come up with your own or you can get some production assistance from the car boys here at the Hollywood Cast Connection. But we would love to get your take on our rules reading. Um, so check out patreon.com slash Hollywood Cast Connection uh, for more info on how you can be more involved in the show. Uh, we would love to participate with you guys. Is everybody ready? We all know how to play now. Yeah, I, I'm ready to go. I do want to say one thing before we start. I'm just going to butter you up a little bit. Uh, love the show, obviously. Uh, that's why I'm here. But I do want to say um, I, I think a lot of people might not appreciate all the work uh, that goes into the sound, all the intros and the uh, the music and everything that you compose. So uh, great job on that. Um, oh, and um, just a huge fan of your show and can't wait for the Planet Hollywood Cast Connection restaurant one day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's coming. It's already in the works. So. <laughs> I'm going to need the name of your agent because we're going to have to work some things out behind the scenes. So <laughs> we'll get it going. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that, Neil. And if we are ready to jump into round one, without further ado, we are going to run our range. All right. And the names that have come back for round one on the range... Starting on one end, we are looking at Mr. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire is a uh, well-known name, and I think one of the characters in Molly's game was actually based on Toby Maguire. Is that correct? Yeah, I was yeah. going to bring it up, but then I didn't want to like spoil anything for people <laughs> who haven't seen it. 
Gotcha. But if you watch Molly's game, then go Google things about Molly's game, and you might see some stuff about Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Yeah, a very big underworld of uh, Hollywood poker players, for sure. A lot of stories. Yep. For sure, yeah. It's a, it's a wild tale. I remember when I first heard about it. But anyways, we're trying to connect Tobey Maguire to Mr. Ben Kingsley, speaking of the other movie that we just mentioned wow. a minute it's ago. It's crazy how they always come up like... <laughs> It's seriously randomized, and they always come up based on things we've already talked about. That we recently discussed. Uh, but before you start connecting Toby to Ben, let us get ourselves an action card. Sound. Sound speed. Pictures up. Roll camera. Scene one. Take one. Marker. Camera set. Action. I love this song. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had to look at what ADs or first ADs call on sets and things like that, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, it's it's very uh, very accurate, and I, I should play it next time I'm on set, <laughs> just to get everybody where they're going. And the action card that we just got back is probably one that Paul will be better at now than he was at the beginning of this show, because he was unlearned and he got himself some learning. We're <laughs> looking for movies about gangsters, so uh, we're trying to connect Tobey Maguire to Ben Kingsley using as many movies about gangsters as you can in between if you guys are ready let's get to it oh my goodness probably not much better well if i remember paul you were on a mission to watch a bunch of gangster movies right yeah i did i i watched several but the thing about gangster movies is that they generally run on average like three and a half to six hours <laughs> so you know I'm i'm limited on my time there you're not wrong. When The Irishman came out, oops, not to give oops. any clues, I dedicated an entire week to finish it so, <laughs> because I wasn't going to try to exhaust myself and cram it into one day. So That's how I listen to podcasts because I listen <laughs> when I drive to work and it's like a 20-minute drive. So it takes me like two days of going home, you know, going to work and home before right. I finish one episode of an hour-long podcast. How's it looking so far, guys? I, start, I got a pretty good direction starting out. The thing I'm realizing about gangster movies is that they star lots of the same people. So I'm trying to hop through as many as I can without repeating myself. Sure. Yeah, and I'm trying not to go through the the obvious ones, but I mean, I might have to. What's uh, I'm trying to think. It's funny. I know exactly how I want to get to Ben Kingsley, but I'm trying to go backwards. Oh, yeah. You know? And then you get you lose yourself... And you get completely away from the other half of the list that you've got. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do it all it's the funny. time. <laughs> it's funny being being here and doing it and, um, you know, listening to it. But I, when you listen to it, it's a little bit different. But uh, as we all, as you know, as you've said on the show before, like your IQ like drops. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Both of these guys also um, in superhero movies. So doesn't really help with the gangster oh, yeah. angle, but... So, Neil, not to distract you from your list there, as a filmmaker in 2020, has the industry adopted certain standards for all sets to uh, for distancing and masks and things like that to keep everybody safe? Or is it kind of production by production? Yeah, I think it's uh, production by production. I mean, you have uh, small indie shoots of, you know, less than 10 people um, that are kind of running and gunning a lot of docu style interview type things uh, where everyone's wearing a mask and. Um, kind of distancing, but there there isn't the money for 
uh, a COVID compliance officer or uh, rapid testing, things like that. Sure. But then you even have, you know, big budget movies, um, Jurassic World, uh, the third film in the the series was like the first one to get back into production with a huge, huge budget for testing and tracing and all that. And even they had positives. So um, wow. it kind of runs the gamut and, and people are, are trying to do their best, uh, whether it's with a ton of testing or um, safety measures and things like that. So I think it just depends on the type of production you're on. And, and I think Hollywood is desperately trying to um, figure out a roadmap uh, to get back into production because, you know, it's it's tough. I mean, this is the first year in my life, well, since I was 18, that I haven't shot anything. So it's kind of wow. weird, kind of a weird year. But um, yeah, I mean, they're trying, I mean, which is good that, you know, they're continually trying to make it happen. So yeah, definitely. I've seen a couple different examples of it. And now I guess big in the news right now is the Tom Cruise yelling at people for <laughs> not wearing their masks and, and being too close together. So I imagine tensions oh, yeah. are high and solutions are trying to be made for everybody to get back to work. But I didn't actually think about the budget impact on something like that, too. So in addition to yeah. movies costing millions of dollars to make anyway, that's just going to add to that. So Yeah, and, and not to get too far into the weeds here, you probably you might even want to edit this out because it's probably sure. boring to people but um a lot of hollywood productions now are are adopting uh, what they call like european schedules or french schedules which uh, in england and france they only do like 10 hour work days and in the oh. u.s i mean often it's you know 14 16 18 sometimes you know 20 hour days sure. um and uh one of the things that it's forcing now is you know you get in at 7 a.m you do your t all the testing is going to take an hour then you do makeup. It's very uh, regimented. And um, by the time you're actually shooting, it is ended, ended up being a 10 hour day. Wow. So um, so it's kind of changing the way I think movies are made a little bit. Um, and then speaking of Tom Cruise, um, it's, it's a tough line because the yelling notwithstanding, uh, obviously yelling is bad. Um, the tone and the subject was correct. Uh, sure. And I think a lot of people forget that um, that he's also a producer and he's a producer on those movies. So as Absolutely. someone in charge of writing checks and, and doing that, it, it definitely makes sense. But the yelling, obviously, I mean, I've been on sets where there's yelling and some where there's none or passive aggressiveness. And sure. um, obviously that's never good, but at least, <laughs> I don't know, someone's trying to take it seriously, I guess. I don't know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't think about him being a producer. I mean, I was on yeah. the same page with him. Obviously, if you've got something invested into that and the, the main concern is the shutting down of the entire production when, it's yeah. already so hard to get these things made and get them out into the public. Um, I can empathize with the sentiment. So, And my, my friend said, um, you know, I'm sure he's also uh, upset about his cut of the money of the pay or whatever, which is true. I sure. mean, obviously he's, he's got incentive there, but um, uh, I guess having it leak is at least starting some sort of debate where people are going to talk about, are there, protocols strong enough are they weak enough you know and, and how they should they should run their set i guess so if if, sure. if at the very least it was good that it did that yeah i'm finished with my list by the way oh and i probably did take a lot of the uh easy ones that neil said he was trying to avoid but you know i'm i'm playing high stakes against the movie guy so i'll take what, uh, uh, what i can get okay i'm almost i'm almost there sure, um man. If you want to kind of talk out where you're at in the process, Paul is locked in. Yeah, so I'm basically trying to reverse engineer from Ben Kingsley, and and also trying to get trying to get as many gangster movies in here as possible. So I didn't go like the Goodfellas route. Um, 
Godfather, different movies like that. Scorsese um, I, I, Road. Yeah, I was trying to go. I was trying to go really obscure, which could end up shooting myself in the foot. Um, just to, for fun, you know, to have something different. Because I'm sure it's a little bit different than than Paul's. Sure. Uh, so right now, I'm trying to find basically the last two connections. So basically, uh, to talk it out a little bit, um, I'm sure the audience knows. Um, I was probably going to end on Sexy Beast with Ben Kingsley, which is a gangster movie that he's famous for. Um, and in Sexy Beast, you have Ray Winstone, um, you have Ian McShane. Um, I guess those are really the only names in that movie. Right. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out how to how to get from one of them, or how to get to Ian McShane or Ray, Ray Winstone to Ben Kingsley. Would you consider John Wick as a as a gangster movie? There's like Russian mob stuff in John Wick. There yeah, are, I guess there are yeah. gangsters in that. Because Ian McShane yeah. was in uh, was in one of those or some of those. Maybe been. Oh all yeah, of that's them. true. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he was in all of them. Oh, that guy. Yep. Oh, he's in that other gangster movie that I love so much. He's the uh, she got reliable guy. <laughs> <laughs> I skirted around The Departed a couple times. Mm. Yeah, so did I. Actually, I wrote down The Departed, um, and then I was like, ah, I, I, maybe I won't use it. I'm pretty sure I've used it like in the last three games that I've played. So I'm like, I can't. I cannot use it again. I love it. I'll talk about it any chance I get. I limited my <laughs> Scorsese's on the list. And Where I else do you get Jack Nicholson it? and Anthony Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yep. Okay, I, I think I... All right. <laughs> this is so stupid. Okay, <laughs> I am. Uh, I am officially locked in here. Neil has locked in. Uh, well, Neil, as our guest, we would like for you to go through your list first. All right. So starting with Tobey Maguire, the uh, poker-loving actor. Yeah. Uh, I I went with a, a film he got to do with uh, one of his best friends, and I went with The Great Gatsby, nice. which stars Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh huh. And instead of going the departed route, um, which maybe I'll get to later, I went to uh, Gangs of New York. Awesome. Uh, which he was in with Brendan Gleeson, uh, who was in Bruges with... Uh, in Bruges. In, in Bruges. <laughs> in Bruges <laughs> who was in In Bruges uh, with Ray Fiennes. Yes. Uh, who, um, to hit Paul over the head to make sure he watches it, was in Schindler's List <laughs> with Liam Neeson. Who uh-huh. did uh, very small voiceover work in the newly minted Christmas classic Daddy's Home 2 with Mark Wahlberg. No way. Uh, who was in The Departed with Ray Winstone, uh-huh. who was in Sexy Beast with Ben Kingsley. That is awesome. <laughs> it's like you got right up next to Ben Kingsley multiple times without actually yeah. using it. Uh, that's fantastic. I counted four there. Uh what did you count as your gangster movies? Uh, let's see. Gangs New York, In Bruges, Departed, Departed and Sexy Beast. And Sexy Beast, yeah. Four. All right. Four times five is 20. Added to the original 10 for connecting the list in the first place. You are at 30 points at the end of round one. Um, and also, if you guys haven't seen any of the movies that he just listed, all of them are great. In Bruges is a personal favorite of mine. Um with Brendan Gleeson, Colin Farrell, Ray Fiennes. Uh, is Clements Posey in that one? Or is it the other blonde girl that I confuse with Clements Posey all the time? 
Oh, good question. Uh, I, oh, God, I know who it is, too, and it's, I'm blanking now. Or is it the girl who plays Shoshana in... Uh, in yes, is that Shoshana. It is? Yeah. Oh, it is Shoshana. It's Clemens Posey. Yeah, it's Clemens Yeah. So she was in um, one of those Harry Potter movies as well. And I think Tenet. So there's that. Yikes. Isn't she? I don't... Oh, that's right. Oh, she... That's right. In Harry Potter, she was the, the head of the French school. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Don't remember what her name was. But anyways, great list. 30 points for Neil. Paul, what did you come up with for this list? Yeah, well, as you know, I am a... Uh, though I'm not a fan of Logan Lerman, I am a fan of uh, some low-hanging fruit. So <laughs> okay. I have to correct your Logan Lerman thing every chance I get. Um, <laughs> but you did mention these are superhero movie guys. So starting with Tobey Maguire, um, I connected him to Topher Grace in Spider-Man 3. Where okay. he played uh, Eddie Brock. Yep. And Topher, uh, kind of a callback to the actors who love poker thing, <laughs> played himself in Ocean's Eleven. I think it was Eleven. Yep. Um, or Twelve. That's where one of Brad Pitt was teaching him how to play poker. I think it was Twelve. But uh, yeah. Either way, it was Brad Pitt. It was Ocean's. Okay. Um, who I connected to, Brad Pitt. Gotcha. Uh, and I connected Brad Pitt to Ray Liotta in Killing Them Softly. Those guys share a birthday, by the way, as we found out recently. <laughs> we did. Yeah, and Spielberg. And yeah. Spielberg, yeah. yeah. That's a gangster movie, Yeah, right? Killing Them Softly is a gangster movie. Yeah. Uh, and Isn't then, Ben Mendelsohn also in that one? Yeah, he was, yeah. speaking of. I actually had him written down first, and then I couldn't get there, so I changed it. Gotcha. Um, and then I connected Ray to Joe Pesci in Goodfellas, because nice. I like low-hanging fruit. Sure. Uh, I connected Joe to Harvey Keitel in Irishman. Okay. Uh, and then Harvey Keitel to Christopher Walken in Pulp mm. Fiction, which I would count as a gangster movie. Um, Marcellus Wallace being the Yeah, uh, he was their boss. There. They were hitmen, okay. right? Sure. Uh, and then this is my funny kids movie one of the day. Uh, <laughs> Your brother Christopher Bear Walken <laughs> played the Gigantopithecus in the remake of uh, The Jungle Book. From 2016, oh. and Ben Kingsley played Bagheera, so that was ah. where I ended it. Nice. I forgot they were both voices in that. Yeah. Gigantopithecus? Is that not the, uh, the orangutan? Yeah. He's, he okay. says, oh, Gigantopithecus like me. It's in the song. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I thought it was just an orangutan. Uh, so I counted four for you as well. Uh, I had Killing Him Softly. We count Oceans? No. Killing Him Softly, Goodfellas, Irishman, and Pulp Fiction. Yeah, that's four. So you guys have the same score at the end of round one. It is 30 for Paul and 30 for Neil. And Paul, to hearken back to your comment about you not being a fan of Logan Lerman, if you want me to believe that, you're going to have to get that back tattoo removed. Oh, why did I show you that? <laughs> that says, I heart Logan Lerman. It was a bad day. Um, of course, I am joking. Paul doesn't have a back tattoo. I was just trying to use that as bait for Neil to show us his back tattoo, which is still it, under suspicion. It's still a mystery, right? Exactly. If it even exists. Yeah. <laughs> someone said I had one, so then I, I ran with it. And then someone said I didn't have one, or I said I didn't have one, and I ran with that. So it's just, I'm straight down the middle. He could be denying it for Straight down now. the middle we of his right. back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, we still got a little bit of game left to play. At the end of round one, it is 30 to 30. And before we jump into round two, we're going to take one real quick break. Mm -hmm. 
And we are back from that very quick break. Uh, quick recap, score is 30 to 30. We are going to jump right into round two. And to do that, we're going to run our range one more time. And the range has been run, and for Mr. Neil Fisher, a more perfect range could not exist. The first actor's name that pulled up on this range is Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and we're trying to connect Mr. Justin Timberlake to another guy who has some music in his past there, Mr. John Travolta. Santa. Wow. <laughs> oh my God, guys. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, so Justin Timberlake to John Travolta, but before we start connecting those two guys together, let's get ourselves one more action card. Sound. Sound speed. Roll camera. Scene one. Take one. Marker. Camera set. And the action card that we have landed on, um, which I'm going to need you guys to do something for me before you start okay. running your connection. Um, well, Paul and Neil were both recently on an episode of Quadrivia where Paul made a very deep cut about a brother bear movie. Uh, so fittingly, this action card that we've gotten back is movies with bears. Um, oh, my God. But before you get started on that list, I would like for both of you to do your John Travolta saying the word bears impression. Oh, no. Uh, bears. Uh, I can't. That was all that it would have sounded like for me. <laughs> God. Yeah, I, I mine's a micro impression. I just do the welcome back, Cotter. Like, the, oh my God, guys, look at the grizzly bear. <laughs> That's, bear. That's not bad. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, all right, well, we're trying to get Justin Timberlake, formerly of NSYNC, the triple threat singer, actor, dancer, comedian, whatever you want to call him, uh, over to John Travolta using movies with bears. Start your engines. I have a. Uh... I circa john travolta question for neil yeah what was in the briefcase um what do i think was in the brief briefcase or are you just asking uh yeah i want to hear your take on what because i've heard different things and some are better obviously much better than others but i want to know what you think was in the briefcase uh mine's gonna be <laughs> mine's gonna be a boring answer i'm just gonna say it was a MacGuffin. uh that he uh, homaged <laughs> from another movie. And I can't remember the name of it right now, but he kind of stole it directly. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be boring. I'm going to be the boring guy. I'm just going to say it was a MacGuffin <laughs> and it was served only for the purposes of moving the plot along and had nothing to do with the, the plot of the actual movie. Yep. That's exactly yeah. what it there was. There was a placebo in the briefcase. According yeah, yeah, exactly. to, uh, <laughs> according to Dan Harmon and the Russo brothers on the show community, it's a light bulb. <laughs> It's a light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's that's a good way to say it. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll officially though I'll say it was uh, John Travolta's uh, leather jacket from Greece, the T Bird's jacket, oh. to remind yeah. him of his Very former good. glory. Is I that like what that. I think it is? That's my favorite take so far. So I'll stick with that one. That's great. Thank you. Um, and if anyone, I'm just going to name a John Travolta movie. I don't think anyone here is going to be using it. Um, and I was thinking about doing it, but it's so obscure. There's a movie called Perfect um, that uh, Travolta's in. He plays a reporter. Um, and Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, but it oh, has wow. probably the most, um, how would I say this PG, the most suggestive, uh, <laughs> overlong dance sequence 
workout sequence. Oh, that's the time. one that all the meme videos are yeah. from. I did not know yep. what that movie was. I and hate it's just, those clips so much. It's just, you know, it's funny. Every time I see that clip, I have to watch the entire thing. You have um, to. You yeah, know what's going to happen. I know. I, yeah. Well, sometimes I actually start dancing, but their eye contact is so strong that I just, I cannot look away. So it's for bizarre. that, you know, two minutes, they succeeded. And all they're doing is like, just moving their hips like back and forth and side to side. And, oh, it's awful. They actually recently added that to um, one of the face swap apps so you can put your own face on John Travolta. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you, Neil, for defining to me where that came from. You're welcome. Um, and speaking of Justin Timberlake, I just saw the trailer for uh, his new movie, Palmer, directed Palmer, by yeah. Fisher Stevens. Oh, nice. Very good. Yeah. Oh, there's there's low hanging fruit right here too, and I I don't know if I should go for it because I think I'm gonna set a trap for myself. <laughs> a trap you can't get out of. Like, like a like a bear trap. <laughs> I did not know Fisher Stevens uh, directed that movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's it. been a great um, director for a while. He's done a lot of like uh, documentary work, and um, it looks good though. I mean, they yeah. they did a nice job. Absolutely. Was he on early edition with um, the Friday Night Lights guy? Kyle Chandler? Kyle Chandler. Do you remember the show Early Edition? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that took place in Chicago. I think they filmed in Chicago now that I think about it. I know it took place in Chicago. He was Chuck Fishman on Early Edition from 96 to 2000. I just looked it up. Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) With Kyle Chandler. Now, every time I see Kyle Chandler, I'm like, oh, it's the guy from Early Edition. And I used to confuse Fisher Stevens with Frank Whaley, actually, speaking of Pulp Fiction. Oh, love Frank Whaley from Career Opportunities. Wasn't he also recently in the Jennifer Lopez Hustlers? Is that what it was called? Yes. Yeah, he was. Um, He was also in, um, uh, oh God, what's it called? Vacancy. Uh, If you remember that like low budget. Oh, Kate Beckinsale. Was that that one where they're in the hotel? Yeah. Yep. What a silly movie. Yeah, someone know, right? was watching um, Hustlers on an airplane, two seats in front of me. I was like, are you serious? Of all movies to watch on an airplane. <laughs> What's your motivation here? I definitely used a bear movie in the last round. And now did, I'm, Oh, yeah, you did. I'm yeah. an animal movie. I'm at an animal movie, but I don't think it has a bear in it. And it's upsetting me. I still have yet to figure out the name of the movie that we were talking about with jason borsum where he was talking about the gray and i was like is that the one with anthony hopkins and alec baldwin and the bear and he said nope that's a wolf and i have never figured out the name of that movie it's like (laughs) oh i i'm using that movie i I won't give it away yet perfect okay we'll We'll find out soon i think i know what the name of it is but this one's gonna take me all because i have so many different like little oh are you going for uh, deeper cuts, obscure routes? Yeah. I, uh, although I'm starting with Justin Timberlake, and I think it's screwing me up because there's just some of his movies are so obscure. Sure. Um, maybe I should I should start from the Travolta angle because I mean he's done more. He's kind of run the gamut there. He did comedies and dramas and musicals and action and. I know, yeah. I mean, starting with Pulp Fiction, I mean, he really 
like like it's been said already he reinvigorated his career and then it kind of went a little bit down again and then he reinvigorated it a little bit more sure um I mean, you had the whole uh, Battlefield Earth debacle, but... Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> just, we just learned from Jeff Bim of RMT Trivia, that movie is a zero. There's no... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's at complete zero? It's, uh, yeah, because he's got the scale that goes from plus 10 to minus 10. Uh, minus 10 being movies that are so bad that they're good. If it's right oh, at zero, right. it's not good at all for anything at all, so... <laughs> I had a direction, Ooh, I, and I was like, yes. And I started getting there, and I'm halfway through, and I don't remember <laughs> what my point was. And okay, what? so I, I, I've got the beginning, sort of, and I've got the end, but now i got to actually connect them. Yeah. Um, we need to come up with a name for that, because I do that all the time, too. It reminds me it, of that room in New Hope when they're in the Stormtrooper uniforms and the walls start closing in on them. Uh, it's yeah. like you're getting almost... <laughs> I know it's almost that. like you're we're figuring out the bookends, but exactly. Um, I wish I knew the name of like the animal star that they used in one of the movies, and I would just use the actual bear. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of movies that have bears in them. <laughs> I only have one, and I have a super long oh. list. Oh wait, I gotta remember who's in that movie now. You know what's funny, Paul, is I keep coming up with. Uh, gangster movies now that i don't need that i don't need you know what i mean yeah i know i'm just all over the place (laughs) i have so many movies with other animals like that keep coming to mind and none of them have bears and you you do a good job though of uh of coming up with like you know obscure animated or kids movies which is tough yeah, that's we talked about that really early on in the show. Like that that was yesterday for me. Like all these movies are still fresh in my mind cuz I was just recently watching them and like legitimately interested as a child. <laughs> but it's good. I mean, you have a a different perspective, obviously. Yeah. I'm hoping that it that it sticks, you know, after I really get into all of these other classics. Wait, was he in that movie with uh So he was in that movie. <laughs> he was in that movie. And then was he in God, that's like a long way around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um So here's go. a here's a funny question. Um yeah. did you specify that they were bears as in the animal or what about a Chicago bear? It just says bears. Yeah, it just says movies with bears. So I like where your head's at, Neil. <laughs> God, I'm like getting really into the weeds here, trying to get as many bears I know. as possible. I'm just into the weeds for no reason. I'm not even picking up bears. Um, <laughs> no bears in those weeds. I'm s- there's snakes in the grass, bears in the weeds. Doesn't work the same way. <laughs> Does a bear poop in the weeds? <laughs> okay. Oh, that doesn't help the bear issue, though. Right. It's so funny because I, I, I'm thinking of actors that are, like, iconic. Sure. And I cannot name one movie that they were in off the top of my head right now. Yep. That's the way it goes. What's he in? 
This is ridiculous. The frustration okay. is real. If you guys, this is why we need to video these. Right. If you guys could see these faces. Mm-hmm. See, I, <laughs> I used the potential to close it. I mean, I had the potential to close it very early yeah. on in my list and I passed it and went another way and I'm having such a hard time. Well, coming exactly. I've, I've gone like seven different ways on, on these different movies. Um, and it's funny, you know, I know a bunch of movies that Justin Timberlake is in, but I'm so concerned about getting the one that he was in that had a bear. <laughs> and that's why I'm like tunnel, fo- tunnel focused right yeah. now or tunnel vision, whatever. Mm-hmm. I got that tunnel vision. For you, which is a Justin Timberlake song off of his. There you go. <laughs> wow, good pull. I I used to have the CD back here. It's not here anymore. Yeah, it's a great album. Yeah, Tunnel Vision. This is so so very bad. What the hell? What movie is he in? Oh my! Gosh. I wrote this guy's name down, and I can't remember what I I wrote it down as like a hint. <laughs> now you gotta remember why. Oh man. Okay, so he's in that with him. Who's in that with him? Who's in that with her? Okay. Then what the hell movie is this dude in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's all making sense to me, but it's like somebody went into your mental IMDb and opened all the file cabinets. <laughs> dude, I, you know what's funny is I when I, me writing this book, um, I I write it in Google Docs for some reason. I just because I because I'm uh, like really afraid that i'm going to lose all of it sure so i read in google docs and um i realized that yesterday colleen walked in and she's like she's like what's with your your browser i'm like what are you talking about and there's like 50 tabs <laughs> open and it's just it, it's so like it make, gives you so much anxiety oh yeah and it's like unneeded you know you don't even need the 50 tabs but i like i for some reason have to have all of them open <laughs> yeah all right i'm coming close to the end here but like so I, am I. I just it's I just don't know if this one dude is in this movie. We're I in the home stretch. Threw a bear movie in the garbage because there's no way it was gonna get me anywhere. <laughs> I waited for like way too long. Like I was mostly done with my list for like the past twenty minutes. I was just trying to get this last bear movie to fit. But no. Favorite bear movie of all time is one that you guys won't use because I don't think there's any like acting voices in it other than Jiminy Cricket. Bongo. Bongo. Yeah. Disney's Bongo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But a bear likes to say it with a slap. <laughs> Some of the best songs oh, of yeah. any Disney movie ever. Whose name was Lumpjaw. Mm-hmm. The one that he sings with the girl, though, the This Is Too Good To Be True. There's like four too key changes throughout that song. Yes. And I'm done with my list. I need to review it. I think I only have one bear movie in this ridiculously this list is uh to quote brian verderosa it's cumbersome (laughs) you're so you're you're just reviewing you said right yeah okay paul thinks he is complete neil how are we looking over there on your side i basically need one or two movies to close this out and i'm just it's a really long and windy almost board (laughs) game-esque list but i was trying to get his i I thought paul was going to throw in a ton of animated bear movies um so i was like not gunning for him in a mean way but i was just like i better i better show up um (laughs) i think he tried to and he kept getting himself stuck i do have a couple of kids movies and and animal movies even but none of them have bears which side are you working from timberlake so i i started timberlake and then i was just hitting hole after hole and then 
I, I went to Travolta and I was like, oh, okay, I can get to this bear movie. You can talk it out if you want. Paul's already locked in. What's the uh, what's the last leg there to Timberlake? So I'm at the Great Outdoors, which has okay. a bear in it. Yeah. And I'm trying to decide, do I go Annette Benning to, or excuse me, Annette Benning or John Candy? Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to get to uh, Justin Timberlake in Yogi Bear. He plays uh, whatever oh, his. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I forget the sidekick's name, but he plays Boo Boo. Hey, Boo Boo. Yeah. Hey, Boo Boo. Yeah, that's right. So. Oh, what's his name? Is in that too? Um, from Silicon Valley. Early yeah. That, and so I'm trying to, I'm trying yeah. to use TJ Miller. Yeah. Possibly. Cause he was in, um, you know, Deadpool, Deadpool yep. um, office Christmas party, um, ready player one. Yeah. No. Yeah. She's, she's out of your league is what that movie's called. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Um, which one? Oh wait. She, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. She's out of your league. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, Jay Baruchel. One of the movies that has just an unbelievable cast that you can use for this is uh, JFK. Oh yeah. Um, and a lot of people forget John Candy has like a really tiny role. A lot of people have tiny roles in JFK. Um, I learned that but, in the uh, past week on your show that John Candy was in that. So. <laughs> oh, did you really? Yeah. Because it was one of the tribons uh, that I think you nailed. Because it was Home Alone, JFK, and something else, and the the common actor was John Candy. Ben? No, not Ben Mendelsohn. He's not in any movies with her. So now I'm trying to go from the Annette Benning. Yep. Uh, oh wait, no, he is. But then I don't think that leads anywhere to Justin Timberlake. Or to yeah, he's Yogi. in Captain Marvel. <laughs> he's in Captain Marvel. Yeah, it's a Yogi. That's all I'm really trying to do is, it's the road to Yogi. Yeah. Um. Because Yogi Bear, it doesn't have a great cast. I mean, it's got it's Justin Timberlake. It's uh, Anna Ferris. What's his name? Tom. Yeah, Cavanaugh. and that Tom Cavanaugh was he was in the one from um. Uh, Ed TV or something or what was Ed he? TV? God, <laughs> yeah. is that right? I think so. That's, oh, no, no, Ed, that's what I remember him from. No, it was um. So Ed TV no, was Ed. Matthew was McConaughey, Ed, but show, yeah, 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 and the Ed. TV show was just Ed. Yeah, I could get Ben Mendelsohn to TJ Miller really fast. I don't know if that would full circle you. No, that would be the end. Oh, it would, right? Because oh can wait, go, what was it? Who was it? He said he can get Ben Mendelsohn to TJ Miller really fast. Oh my God! Yeah, I can't believe I missed that. You're right. <laughs> He just remembered. Oh, it. I don't know I just what remember. you're talking about, but I would. I know. I know what it is. I I feel so bad. <laughs> okay, let me do this. Oh my god. Okay, I am locked in. Neil nice. is locked in. After much painstaking deliberation and sweat, <laughs> he's got to re- rehydrate now. So. <laughs> I hope I didn't. Help. This, I, I'm. I'm. Not, I, I see. I can't even talk. I've. I've exerted more energy in this <laughs> round of, of more of any trivia of my entire life uh, hey you're welcome <laughs> we brought you here to put you through your paces so. <laughs> well i'm excited to hear both of these lists neil since you went first last time we'll let paul go first in round two paul why don't you tell us what's on your list it's horrible okay <laughs> all right so i started with timberlake which was a mistake but i used um the movie in time okay which had uh, Vincent Carthizer, who hasn't been in a lot of movies, but he was in Rango. I didn't know he was in is that. An animal movie with no bears. Quick aside, I just watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Oh yeah, and he's the main like antagonist right. of that. movie. Not The Social so. Network, starring Justin Timberlake. 
Oh, uh, yeah, he's in that. No. <laughs> Anyways, carry on. Uh, in Rango uh, is Alfred Molina, a.k.a. Richard Kind. Shout out to Eric. Love Richard Kind. Um, <laughs> Molina, I connected to Nick Cage in The Sorcerer's Apprentice, where I could have hopped real quick to Travolta, but I didn't because I'm dumb. Uh, I connected Nick to Ed Harris in uh, National Treasure 2. And then Ed Harris to Jude Law in Enemy at the Gates. Wow. Uh, there's my Vasily Zaitsev mention of the year. <laughs> I love uh, saying his name because nobody knows who I'm talking about. Right. Uh, I connected Jude to Paul Anderson in Sherlock Holmes 2. Game of Shadows. Uh, yeah. Okay. With Jared Harris. So I'm uh, just making the Mad Men. Circuit. Oh, yeah. Carthizer Harris. Nice. Um and then Paul Anderson, I use I've used this before, but I connected to the Revenant because there's a bear in that. Right. Uh, Donald Gleason, not Brendan Gleason, but his son Domnall, was yeah. in uh, the Revenant. Oh, I didn't know. Is that. it Donald or Domnall or how should it be said? I've always Domnall, said, I guess. I've always yeah, said I'm not Domnall, sure. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. anyway, okay, it's great. I liked him. Gleason. What's that movie with Fassbender that he's in where uh, Fred or where he's got the oh. big head? Yeah, yeah. Where he's yeah, it's the band, right? I can't remember um, what the name of it is. Yeah. Frank? Frank. 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 Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. That's not what I used. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> I used another animal movie with no bears, uh, Peter Rabbit. Oh, wow. With Elizabeth Debicki, who was the tenant girl. Um, but I didn't, oh, okay. She was either Flopsy or Mopsy, because the other one was Margot Robbie. I'm not sure which was which. Interesting. Um, but she was Those in are the great character for... names for Christopher Nolan there, Flopsy and Mopsy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she was in The Man from Uncle with Henry Cavill. Oh, that girl. Okay. Yeah. Is she married to Michael Fassbender? <laughs> yeah, uh, Alicia Vikander. Oh, right? Vikander is. Yeah. 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 But you're uh, using Debicki. Debicki. Yep. Yeah. I am. Uh, I'm halfway through my list now. Good lord. <laughs> oh, mine is just as long. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I connected Henry Cavill to Sam Claflin in Enola Holmes because Mm -hmm. I like mentioning Sherlock Holmes movies or circa Sherlock Holmes. Uh, Claflin to Amelia Clark in Me Before You, which is a very sad movie. Amelia to Jon Favreau in Solo. And I was going to try to go into Jungle Book again, but then I would have had to reuse Chris Walken in Jungle Book to get back to Travolta, and I didn't want to do that. Right. So... I went to Rebecca Hall in Iron Man 3, who I mm-hmm. connected to Ben Affleck in The Town. Yep. And then I connected Affleck to Robin Williams in Goodwill Hunting. Good Lord. And then Robin Williams <laughs> to John Travolta in Old Dogs. So a million movies and one bear movie. I didn't know Robin Williams was in Old Dogs. Yeah, he's the other old dog. Oh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> they're, the, they're the main guys. Oh, that's right. I was confused. And you have Affleck uh, is in Runner Runner with Justin Timberlake. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you I had was, one, I was trying to go that way too. One bear movie and all that. Yeah. Wow. I probably could have. I mean, I know I could have shortened it a couple of times, but I just wanted to keep going because you know, once you're already in a train wreck, you might as well throw some dynamite in there as well. Sure. Yeah. I said um, as well twice, but whatever. <laughs> well, that uh, you get ten for completing the list in the first place. Um. And then five for your one bear movie. So that puts you at 45 at the end of round that two. This is not worth 15 points. Um, and you, I think the kids movie with John Travolta that you were mentioning was Bolt. 
Yeah. Is that right? And who yep. were you saying you thought was in Bolt? Or was I in thought the it was one of the lost roles of Seth Rogen because that's a thing. Okay. But I, I looked it up and I couldn't find anything that was. For some reason in my head, it's another Mandela effect thing. Seth Rogen was originally supposed to play the, the guinea pig or hamster in oh, that. Oh, okay. Uh, but it ended up being somebody else. Mark Walton. Yeah, yeah. Mark Walton. Uh, well, to bring it all the way around to triviality, cast as Thug in the movie Bolt with John Travolta is... Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. There's I, a deep I, cut for you. When yeah. I was uh, directing children's theater, we watched that um, on like a Friday or something, and I I was half paying attention. I should have known um, or appreciated that there was a Macho Man reference in there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Now you'll never forget. All right, pause at forty-five. Let's get over to Neil's list and see how many deep cut bear movies he was able to come up with. All right. Uh, there's not a lot of deep cuts. I mean, I, I almost put in the movie. I think it's just called Bears, It's a, but it's a documentary. It's uh, narrated by John C. Riley. I probably should have now that oh, I didn't yeah. say it out loud. <laughs> um, all right. So this is a very long and winding road. As Paul said, uh, once you're kind of in it, you, you stay in it. And um, I was so stubborn. I initially started off with Justin Timberlake. Um, and I'll just say this before I do my list. I was like, okay, he's in Yogi Bear. Right. I have to I have to use Yogi Bear. And then I was stumped for like 10 minutes. <laughs> um, and then I was like, oh, well, he's an alpha dog that has no bears, but I can use that. And I went through all of his other movies and I was so um, intent on getting to Yogi Bear, but doing it backwards and landing on Yogi Bear. So <laughs> so here we go. Okay. Um, so John Travolta was in the movie Gotti yep. with Anthony Hopkins, Okay. who was in the movie The Edge. The Edge. The one you're thinking of. The yes, Edge, got it. With uh, Alec Baldwin. Right who was in the movie Malice, uh, written by Aaron Sorkin, with Nicole Kidman. Okay. Who was in Paddington with Ben Whishaw. Awesome. And if this is legal, like you said, who was in Paddington 2 with Hugh Grant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because there are different villains in each sure. movie. Uh, with Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant was in Mickey Blue Eyes with James Caan. Jim Caan. Who was in Brian's Song, which is Chicago Bears, Chicago uh, Bears. with Billy D. Williams. That's so great. Wow. Uh Billy D. Williams was in Return of the Jedi with Harrison Ford, who was in Witness with Lucas Haas. And I could have gone, I actually ended my my research here. Lucas Haas was in Alpha Dog with Justin Timberlake, but I said, I got to get that Yogi Bear in this. Yep. So I went, Lucas Haas was in Inception uh, with Tom Hardy, who was in The Revenant, uh, who had, uh, had Will Poulter, who was in Midsummer. Uh, which had a bear. I don't know if it was alive or they dressed him up like a bear at the end. I will it. count um, that one. It was alive in the beginning of the movie and then at the it end was. it was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who was in Midsummer with Florence Pugh, who was in Fighting With My Family with Lena Headey, who was in Dread with Carl Urban. This is where it gets crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was on such a path to get to Yogi Bear. I was like, I got to figure <laughs> this out any way possible. Uh, so Carl, Carl Urban was in Star Trek with Zoe Saldana, yep. who was in Crossroads of Britney Spears fame with Dan Aykroyd. Amazing. Who was in The Great Outdoors with Annette Bening, uh, who was in Captain Marvel, with Ben Mendelsohn, who was in Ready Player One, with T.J. Miller, who was in Yogi Bear. <laughs> oh, amazing. That's insane. I forgot about Ready Player One. I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking um, Mendelsohn to Ryan Reynolds in Mississippi Grind. Oh, yeah. And then, oh. and then to T.J. Miller. But you got it even faster. So. <laughs> no, I I thought you were – you because were, I know you didn't say Ready Player One, yeah. but I was like, oh, yeah. I can't believe I forgot no, that. I, but, yeah, you're right, Mississippi Grind. I did not remember <laughs> T.J. Miller in, in Ready Player One. I counted eight 
bear movies. That's <laughs> Is that not right? Good. That's out of control. Yeah. That's what I have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Once I once I latch onto an idea, I have to finish it. Otherwise, because I was either I told myself, and this is completely true in my head. I'm like, if I do not finish in the next five minutes, I'm just gonna tap and let Paul win this game because I, I needed to finish <laughs> no. it. That's awesome. Also, I didn't know Lucas Haas was in Witness. Was he the kid in that? That was his first role. Yeah, That's he was the kid. Amazing, because wow. I know him he was, from all of the Ryan Johnson. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he was the pin in Brick, right? And uh, yep. yeah. I love he that was guy. the titular witness. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I did not remember that being Lucas Haas. That is awesome. Okay, well, with eight, <laughs> with eight additional movies, you have taken the lead. Um, that adds forty to the ten that you received anyway uh, for completing the list. So fifty points on top of your first round score brings you to eighty points. You are well over the uh, sixty point mark that we strive for in this game. My score. It's almost it's almost double Paul score. Going into the special features round, it is Neil with 80 points, Paul with 45. Uh, we've got one more piece of game left. Before we get to that, we're going to let you know about our social media, and we'll be right back. Facebook. Instagram. Patreon. Dark credits. Website. Email. Hollywood. Cast. Connection. Hey, it's Sam. If you are enjoying this episode and would like even more connections and trivia, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Hollywood Cast Connection. You can also join our Facebook group, The Credits, where we post daily challenges and mini games. We are also now on Patreon if you would like to support the show financially. Each Patreon level comes with unique perks, so be sure to look through all available tiers. All of this info can be found on our website, HollywoodCastConnection.com, and you can always email us at HollywoodCastConnection at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. What a round. I'm exhausted just from going through all those numbers. That was incredible. And as as you pointed out, Neil, thank you so much for bringing up a Britney Spears movie on the Justin Timberlake round. That was incredible. <laughs> Hashtag free Britney. Gotta oh, yeah. get her some help. That poor girl has been through a lot. Um, yeah, just had a single drop with uh, Backstreet Boys. Oh, that's amazing. Good for her. Yeah. She's great. Mm-hmm. And I think she was like transferring some of the powers of attorney to her sister and just getting in a better place all around, I think. So good for Brittany. Yeah, good for her. Um, we are now moving on to our special features round. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but generally when we do our special features rounds, we try to cater them to our guests. So we ask some some pre-questions to get some tips on some interests and things like that. Um, not that we needed to, uh, because as everyone by now knows, Neil's movie interests lean heavily towards Patrick Swayze, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, and uh, birthday yesterday, Steven Spielberg. Um, so I had several tabs open on my computer, one for each of those guys, and I was trying to think, how can I make a round that will include all of those guys with some crossover and some intertwinement? And I've decided that I will not be able to stump Neil on any questions related to either of those things because of <laughs> just the objective nature of his knowledge. So instead, my special features round will be completely subjective in a game that I'm calling Filmily Feud, which is <laughs> which is a play on, of course, Family Feud. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, no, that's Price is Right. <laughs> dun, uh, what a, I don't know the theme song. Whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those. Steve Harvey comes out. Bum, 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 bum. 
Uh, By the way, Steve Harvey, really quick for a game show nugget here, since we're on a trivia show. Yep. Um, it's funny to me. I always feel bad for the contestants in the, um, what do they call that last round that's like super quick? Yeah. Fast money. Is that right? Something like that. Yeah. Um, when they say something that's like really off color and he just, he just stands there and then laughs for like 30 seconds <laughs> to like get more laughs. <laughs> and then I'm thinking if I was a competitor and I said something that made him laugh, he just ate up my 25 right. seconds right. making it about him. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Like, Next question, Steve, come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, as everybody knows, well, maybe you don't know, but if you have watched family feud ever, uh, it's a game based on surveys where they take the top answers and they give you points in accordance with the number of people that answered them. Uh, we're going to do a little bit similar to that um, in that all of the lists that I have came from IMDB polls um, and they're a little bit deeper cuts. They're not necessarily going to be the usual, well, it's your favorite Tom Cruise movie, but uh, we may run into a little bit of that, but um, we're going to play it similar to family few rules as well uh one of you will go first and you will be able to run a list until you have two misses at which point the other player has an opportunity to steal all the points you've accrued by giving one correct answer does that make sense Mm. Mm -hmm. on family feud you get those two x's the other team has a chance to steal and they take all your money all of the questions are just going to be worth five points i didn't actually i have the numbers that the votes were but i didn't actually assign the point values because this would be a three thousand point game at that point. so <laughs> um, thanks to some fancy random number generating that we did earlier neil will be going first in this round and neil i have three of these lists and we will go through them and uh see who comes out on the other end once more, going into the special features round, score is Neil 80, Paul 45. Neil, are you ready for your first list? Let's go for it. First list, um, the survey title is So You Think You Can Dance. Uh, this is a survey. We surveyed 1,414 people uh, with the number one movie being the best or most memorable dance scenes in a movie, the number one movie being Dirty Dancing, I would like for you to give me the next 10 movies on that list, as many as you can. Uh, Of just any sort of dance scene? Most memorable, best or most memorable dance scenes in a movie. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go John Travolta, Uma Thurman, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is... The next one on the list with 215 votes. So that's five points. Uh, I'll go, um, speaking of Tom Cruise, you mentioned him, uh, Risky Business with uh, him in his underwear. Risky Business is not in the top Ooh. 11 movies. Yeah. So that's one miss for you. You get uh, you get one more miss before we give Paul a chance to steal. But what's your next guess? Huh. Yeah, I didn't even think about that one, but surprisingly, according to the survey, that one is not on the list. I guess I, I guess I should go for musicals then. I was trying to think of like non-musical movies that were popular. Sure. Ay ay ay. Um, I'll go singing in the rain. Singing in the rain is the next one down on the list. It's a, it's 187 votes, so that's another five for you there. Um, I I want to say. Silence of the Lambs, but I will not uh, <laughs> for Buffalo Bill. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, uh, let's see, a big musical number. Uh, I got like 42nd Street, Fosse, um, Cabaret. I guess I'll go um, uh, La La Land. 
when they fly in the air? La La Land also not in the top 10. Mm. So that's two strikes. You did pick up 10 points there. Oh, well, nope. Paul has a chance to steal those 10 points uh, if he can name a dancing movie that is in the top 10. Paul, what are your thoughts? I feel like a low-hanging fruit dancing movie would be Footloose. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that like obviously has to be my guess. I was trying to think of others. Like I don't think like something like Joker would be on there, but there's a couple of scenes where he's just dancing yeah. solo in that or like uh, oh shoot. I just thought of it and now I can't remember. It's one of those <laughs> it's one of those solo <laughs> dancing things. Daggone it. It's it's funny every time. I mean, it's the truth. You guys say it, we say it on our show, the microphone. I know so many dance scenes in movies and I I can only think of two. Yep. And I'm thinking of Buffalo Bill, of course. Which, <laughs> oh, yeah. Which is hopefully not on it was, uh It was Spider-Man 3 when he's, like, walking through the uh, street and he's sure. doing a, ah, yeah, like the bad boy <laughs> thing, but he's dancing. But no, I'm going no, no. to have to guess Footloose as my obvious guess. Hopefully that's on there. Footloose is number eight on that list, and Paul does steal those 10 points. Mm. Yes, so I that brings that. Paul's score to 55. Neil's still sitting at 80. For the rest of the list, uh, Dirty Dancing was number one, Pulp Fiction 2, mm-hmm. Singing in the Rain 3. Number four was Silver Linings Playbook, which is great. Uh, Number five, Shall We Dance from 1937 with Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire. Oh, yeah. Number six, uh, Grease, which we talked about earlier. I was going to say Grease, and I was like, oh, are they going to put that in there? But yeah. Six and seven, both John Travolta, because number seven is Saturday Night Fever. Mm -hmm. Number eight was Footloose. Number nine, Strictly Ballroom. Uh, which I don't know okay. a lot about that movie. Is that a Baz Luhrmann deal there, Neil? Do you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I assumed it was just based on his other catalog. Number 10, not striptease, but flash dance. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, duh. <laughs> the number 11 spot is actually Bruce Willis on the roof in The Last Boy Scout. Wow. So. Ah, he's doing the Irish jig when he <laughs> saves the day. Yeah. So apparently those are the top top 11 most memorable dances. Um, Neil, since you started... Uh-huh. The first list, Paul, we're going to let you start the the second list. And this is truly a subjective list. This was a survey that received 9,817 votes. um, And it's the one that I said the list were not going to be like. This one actually is. The title of this list is also the description of this list. And it's just Best Tom Cruise Movie. So of all time, what did people think the top 10 Best Tom Cruise Movies were? Neil, don't hurt me, but I don't even know if I can name 10 Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you could. Let me think. Uh, Top Gun. Top Gun is number six on that list with 577 votes. So that'll get you five points. Number six? This is not going to be good for me. <laughs> um, Jerry Maguire. Oh, Jerry Maguire. Nice pull there. Number eight on that list. Oh, shoot. They're so low. The ones I know are low. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Bacon helped me last time. A uh, few good men. A few good men. Nice. Number five on that list. Yeah, okay. Wow. So you've got 15 points accrued so far. I doubt like Jack Reacher would be on the list or minority report for that matter. I'll hold on to that for later. Uh, oh, well, Mission Impossible was like highest grossing worldwide of the year it came out, right? Uh, Mission Impossible one. Mission Impossible is not on the top 10 list. So you have one really? strike. Yep. Well, knowing other things about that movie is not helping me in this game. Again, these surveys, 
so subjective. Nine, 9,800 people surveyed at Mission Impossible did not make the top 10. <laughs> well, can I ask uh, something that I don't know if this will help Paul or not, but um, do you know what year this list came out? The most recent movie on the list mm-hmm. is from 2014. Oh, okay. So I'm not using Okay. Like, well, I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to say anymore because he might be able to steal. Um, 15 points accrued, one strike. Can I curb Neil's risky business? Is that your guess? Please don't be a strike. I don't know if I want to guess that first or if I want to guess Tropic Thunder first because I don't know if Tropic Thunder will be on there. I want to guess Tropic Thunder because I might be out. That's my guess. Tropic Thunder is not on the list. So you have two strikes, and those 15 points are yours for the taking there, Neil. Oh, so that's my turn right now? Yes. So you just need to name one movie, and then you can steal all the points that he just built up from his family feud round. Okay. Since this – man, this is tough Um, because obviously I could name all of them, but I'm trying to think. (laughs) You said this was a a survey of people of saying what the best – Tom Cruise movie was confirmed and I don't want to I I'd feel cheap taking your hint because you said the last movie on there was released in 2014 which I know what movie that is sure. based on the year okay but I don't want to <laughs> I thought you might and I'll just say it I'm, I'll say it officially it's edge of tomorrow but I don't want to use your clue I want to play it fair okay um which is a great movie mm-hmm. um okay so I'm going to boil it down to last samurai I love but I don't think that's going to be on people's lists Everyone loves Collateral, I believe. Minority Report, Vanilla Sky, um, Eyes Wide Shut. I, man, one of his top ten best performances of all time. I'm just gonna go with it. It's one of my favorite movies. I'm gonna go with Magnolia as my official answer. Number three on the list, Magnolia is correct, and Neil steals those 15 points that Paul had accrued, bringing his score to 95. Neil, you said a lot of the other ones on the list. Do you want to try to run through the rest of the list there? Okay, how many how many are left? There are should be six or five left if you count Edge of Tomorrow. Yes. Um, if you count Edge of right, Tomorrow, so which was number two, there are five left. Rain Man. Rain Man's number oh, one. Man. <sighs> um, I don't know if people would say Eyes Wide Shut. It's so so weird, but um, Eyes Wide Shut's number collateral. nine. <laughs> number nine. Yeah. Collateral. Collateral's number ten. Uh, on the 4th of July. I think you mentioned the other two that are on this list that haven't been said yet. So, Minority Report? Minority Report oh, man. is number seven. <laughs> and uh, we said Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, Last Samurai, I said, probably wouldn't be on the list. Or are you saying it Last is on the Last Samurai list? is number four on the list. So wow. you wow. run the top ten there. Yeah, I didn't stand a chance if I had to do <laughs> all of those. I was not going to get some of them. You you got a lot though. I mean, you were naming them at least, even if they weren't on the list. Yeah, I went on a on a Tom Cruise binge not too long ago because nice. I realized I didn't know anything about him. So, yeah, he's uh, he's got quite a catalog there, uh, which brings us to our last list. Um, and on this one, actually, I think what I'm going to do is go back and forth. So we'll start with Neil. You'll give me an answer. We'll go Paul. He'll give me an answer. And then if one of you misses one, the other player has the opportunity to run the rest of the list there. So the third list is called Based on a True Story. Um, And this description of this list is Steven Spielberg directed movies that are based on historical events. They may not necessarily be based 
particularly on a true story, but they're based around an event that took place in history. So, Neil, we'll start with you on this list. I will go with, I guess I should do low-hanging fruit, right? Um, no, because I need that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go, I'm going to go backwards in his filmography. I'm just going to call it out here. Uh, Bridge of Spies? Bridge of Spies is number five on the list, yes. Paul? Um, Saving Private Ryan? Saving Private Ryan is number two on the list. Neil? Uh, I missed one uh, before here. Uh, the Post? Oh, the post is correct. It's not on my list, but why do I only have nine on the list? The post is supposed to be number 10, so that's a correct one. <laughs> <laughs> Paul. Am I blanking? Oh, Schindler's List. What did you say before? Schindler's List? Schindler's List is correct. Neil. Uh, I'm going to go with Lincoln. Lincoln is correct. Oh, man. <laughs> the look on Paul's face. I needed that one, too. <laughs> Paul. Yeah. It's your turn. Based on... Based on actual... Actual h- events. Historical events. Like, yeah. There's a lot that I haven't seen that I know about, but I don't know what they're based on. Uh, Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can is correct. Oh. Yeah, Frank Abagnale. Handwriting. Not Abagnale. Not yeah. Abagnale. <laughs> Where are you going, Frank? Where are you going? Um, <laughs> you have the best Christopher Walken. It's so good. <laughs> it's, like, it's not great, but I, I appreciate it. Yeah, two, two mice stuck in a bucket of cream. <laughs> uh, I, love so I love that speech. Um, uh, what a beautiful grace. Uh, <laughs> uh, this movie uh, has some of his best camera work. Uh, there's a great video. I should send it to you guys. You would love it. It's a breakdown of... Um, his sound design and um, and camera work because he does he's known he's not known for this but he's a master at it which is uh, called a oneer which is just a long unbroken take. Okay. Um, anyway, um, I'm gonna go with Munich. Munich is correct, and please do send me that video because I definitely want to see it. It's really cool. Paul, get into the weeds here. <sighs> I'm there are I'm there like, are three left on the list. I'm scared I'm gonna be like naming movies. That means I have to get the last one if i survive through this one which is not i don't want to name like movies that are not spielberg movies and just be totally wrong i don't know that's the risk was like jaws based on actual shark attacks or something is that your guess sure i'll guess jaws jaws is not on the list (laughs) so neil you have a chance now to run the last three on this list all right you said there's three right correct uh okay um this next one, I'm going to let my brain have some green lights uh, for Matthew McConaughey. I'm going to say Amistad. Amistad is correct. Um, that's a Sorry, it's like a really niche comment there. His book is called Green, uh, green Lights. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> that he just released. Sorry, I'm like, oh, everyone will get that, but no, it's just inside my own head. <laughs> no one knows what you're talking about now. <laughs> Amistad um, is correct. There are two left. Uh, let's see. Um, one of Spielberg's favorite directors is um, David Lean. Uh, and David Lean was going to direct a movie uh, that he gave to Spielberg based on a, mem- uh, a memoir by uh, J.G. Ballard, something Ballard. Uh, it's Empire of the Sun with Christian Bale. Empire of the Sun is correct, based on the uh, POW Japanese internment camp during World War II there. Lots of World War II movies. Lots of World War II movies. And there is one left on the list. Um, it's a deeper cut that... 
I did not know was a historical retelling, um, but it I did a lot of research on it, and it's fairly interesting. So, hmm. but yeah, Schindler's List, Saving Private Ryan, Empire of the Sun are all World War Two there. So, fairly interesting. Let me think. Okay, so uh, I'm just gonna talk out loud. You have War Horse, which is technically World War One. Um, I don't know if it's a true story though. It's based on a play called War Horse, um, which used puppets. So I don't think that's a true story. Tintin's not your story. Um, oh, Tintin, I forgot about Tintin. <laughs> oh, you know what's kind of funny? There actually might be a couple more on this list now that I think about it. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know if you're going for the terminal, which was kind of based on a true story, loosely. Oh, I was not. I did not know that was based on a true story. You can't tell him that. Yeah. Ah, I can. He doesn't care. He already said the right answer anyway. So. <laughs> can't tell him that either. Um, you're the worst. <laughs> he beat no, you already. Okay. Like, there's no coming back. <laughs> so, um, I um, actually uh, do have the World War One uh, retelling of the the war horses there as the the 10th one on the list so okay yeah because i mean you could technically say like you know the terminal is very loosely based on a real person who lived in an airport it was a i think it was eastern european immigrant oh, okay um and then um yeah 1941 is just a parody of, of world war ii movies and war movies so that doesn't count um yeah i read the uh the wiki page on the war horse author the guy who wrote the play in the book and he went to the town in the uk where a lot of the horses came from and he talked to the people who knew the horses and spent time with the horses and, and that type of deal oh wow so apparently millions of horses died in world war one they sent several over and only like twenty thousand came back or something so it's wild it's a really underrated spielberg movie um it's pretty heartbreaking there's there's a there's a you know, amazing scene amazing set design and and uh sequence of uh of the war horse uh running through no man's land it's insane but uh yeah. great stunts in there yeah absolutely um well you have run another list and even making this list completely subjective based on other people's opinions you cleaned it up. You um, probably participated in the survey. <laughs> probably everyone has a Neil Burton. Yeah, it's it's going to be a, a Hollywood Cast Connection exclusive that says actually the article that Sam used Neil wrote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, Paul, you picked up fifteen points on that last one. Neil, you picked up an additional thirty-five, which brings our final scores to Paul with seventy points. He broke sixty. Good Yay. job. And Neil with a hundred and thirty points making you today's winner congratulations oh, thank you thank you great game to you too man you you scare me every time i listen <laughs> to the episodes um and i was glad there was a few inroads for me today like a justin timberlake uh and then a, a spielberg or a cruise i mean that's kind of i think the reason i had a little bit of a leg up but um <laughs> yeah great competitor um i'm probably gonna retire maybe i'll come back but <laughs> I don't know if I can beat that score. Yeah, that was incredible. And you're welcome back anytime you want to play with us. As we mentioned at the beginning of the show, we're super grateful to have you on. I've been a huge fan of Triviality for a long time, um, and I know Paul is as well. Um, we look forward to hearing you guys' episodes every week. And I'm very excited about this book uh, that is coming out, and you said 2022, correct? Yeah, right now it's slated to come out uh, early 2022, and I guess there's always um, the chance that it could come out earlier and I can 
let all of you know maybe I, depending when i know when it actually does come out i can come back on and, and do a special episode for you oh, guys uh, related to the book yeah that would be amazing um we would greatly all i'll say it. is that uh one of the things that you said today that i love is the subject of the book i just can't confirm it yet so oh <laughs> a little little teaser there for everybody <laughs> yeah cool deal um well paul i know you lost today but uh, I hope you had a good time. Is there anything that you would like to shout out or plug before we jump off? You know, I haven't uh, I haven't given Hannah a shout out lately, and she just uh, found out she got a full scholarship to uh, the tech school that she's wanting to go to. So if you're uh, in the credits, she's there. You can throw up a uh, congratulations to her. That's my girlfriend, Hannah, who I used to shout out all the time. It's been a while. But on the Neil episode, which she knows I've been kind of giddy for, sure, I felt it uh, apropos, <laughs> appropriate well, to uh, to shout her out. So that's what I'll do. That's excellent. Congratulations to her. Yeah. Uh, and you guys are, I, I was thinking it's January, so uh, we should have you on the show. So we'll definitely have you on uh, our one of our first recordings in January. Uh, for triviality and uh, I think everyone might know where to find us on all your podcast apps but uh, I do want to say one thing to Paul just to bring it back home um, a quote from uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade which is uh, you lost today kid doesn't mean you have to like it (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing oh man could that be a more fitting end there and we would love to be on the show we can't wait uh, to do that let us know and everybody uh Please find Triviality if you are already not familiar with it. I know a lot of our listeners already are, but uh, it is one of the best trivia game shows that I've ever experienced, whether on TV or in podcast form. So definitely go check it out. Four great hosts with guest hosts. Great questions. Great swing rounds. A lot of uh, Macho Man Randy Savage references. Tarantino mm-hmm. feet quotes. It's a, it's a whole... <laughs> it's an inside it's joke a... smorgasbord. I'll say that. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> Neil, anything else you want to shout out before we jump off? No, I just want to say thank you very much for having me. Uh, you you guys are doing an, uh, an amazing job. Keep up the great work. Uh, the uh, the sound quality, the the care that goes into every episode is evident. So uh, keep keep doing it. And um, I love listening. And uh, I guess uh, for everyone out there, uh, and this includes Sam as well, because he does all the uh, the songs and the audio work on here. Um, you know, the pandemic's been a pretty hard year for artists, whether it's uh, visual arts, you know, music, uh, acting, uh, filmmaking, because there's not a lot of it. But uh, if you know an artist uh, and you know that they've created something, make sure to give them a, a compliment because it goes a long way. And uh, that can definitely help um, anyone in the creative fields uh, during this difficult year and hopefully uh, better news in 2021. Absolutely. Here, here. I second that, uh, that yeah, sentiment yeah. there. So. Very well spoken, very well put. Um, Neil, we can't wait to have you back on again, and best of luck with all your efforts going forward. Keep us posted on that book. Uh, As for this episode, I have been Sam, that has been Paul, and that has been Neil E. Fisher, and we have been the Hollywood Cast Connection. We'll see you guys next time. (laughs)